Hey guys, let me tell you about one of my fellow podcasts on the HubSpot Podcast Network. It's called The Product Boss, and it's hosted by Jacqueline Snyder and Mina Kunlo-Sitep. It's all about how to take your physical product sales and strategy to the next level to create your dream life. It's like a workshop-style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so you can level up your business. And I just finished listening to this episode called 2K in 30 Days, where they shared 29 ways for you to have a cash injection in your business in the next 30 days. And you better believe I'm going to be using one or more of these strategies so I too can have that cash injection and offset some of this holiday shopping. So be sure to listen to The Product Boss wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews-Okome. So let's get started. All right, friends, we are back and I'm so excited to do this episode. I want to shout out my friend, Dr. Joy of Therapy for Black Girls for the idea. So I'll be doing my holiday watch list plus some of my 2023 intentions. I think this is a week where we are just ready to chill, ready to get our mind right, to reset for the new year. And I just want to share some of my favorites that I've enjoyed this year that are just fun ways to just relax my mind and veg out when I'm ready to and I hope you enjoy them oh and I got my bubbly if you're watching over on YouTube I truly am getting ready for the new year with my champagne toast to us and let us go through these favorites all right so let's get right into it All right, so let's get into these favorites. So first up are some of the favorite shows that I've watched this year, currently watching, or am excited to watch. So first up is a show that I recently got hooked on. I was feeling a little under the weather a few weeks back. You know, another daycare bug came home and got us. And I said, let me finally check out this Love and Marriage Huntsville show. I've heard of it before. I had no idea what it was about, who these people are nothing. I just know that people tweet about it and it's entertaining. So I saw that it had some seasons. I was like, okay, good. I can settle in, buckle up. I got lots of episodes to watch and it's on own. And so it follows these three high powered black power couples in Huntsville, Alabama. And well, they're all couples when the show begins. Um, I don't think that's much of a spoiler because as soon as the show begins, like you, you start to see some of the cracks in one of the core couples, Martel and Melody's marriage. And they are characters, man. I mean, Martel and Melody, they're like, they started out in this world of real estate and they wanted to really build up Huntsville and be like this HGTV black couple. Like they started pitching themselves for that. And then lo and behold, they pitched to Carlos King and he's like, you know what? I want to explore the social dynamics a little bit more here. So that's how Love and Huntsville came about. They're into five seasons now. So the show not only follows Melody and Martel, who have four kids together. There's lots of crazy relationship dynamics that go on between them, plus their mothers. Then you also have the Scots. So their two brothers, um, Maurice and Marceau, who are also into building and construction and oh maurice is like a lawyer and then their wives uh tisha and kimmy 
And it's just a world of people who, of course, they're butting heads because they have a lot of opinions of how things should be. They even tried to like create this partnership together. And I think it's such a good watch for business-minded people like you guys as well, because you get to see what I mean when we always talk about how hard partnerships are. Partnerships are like a marriage and you know, people, if you don't see eye to eye, it's really hard to keep doing that, especially with six people. It's six of them. Then you got their mothers in their ear and their friends. And it's it's entertaining, though. And it's fun to see a show start out around couples that are really about business. Like they are entrepreneurs. They're building up Huntsville. They have all these different things going on. And they're also working through the normal struggles of life along with relationship and friend issues as well. So I really deep dived into it and y'all I'm up to season five by now. <laughs> so yes, it has five seasons, but it goes fast if you are like me and you like to, you know, binge watch. So really recommend checking that out. And I think my favorite person on the show is Kimmy. And unfortunately, you know, um, in season five, you'll see that she goes through some, which is the current season happening in 2022. She's going through some real health challenges. So we're praying for her, but definitely check out Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN if you are looking for a new reality show <laughs> that follows Black people and just has a mixture of love, business, and humor. Another show I watched in full, me and Moya watched this together this year, Reasonable Doubts on Hulu. Now, this show follows an attorney who the character's name is Jack Stewart, and she is this brilliant, fearless attorney in Los Angeles who tries to test the justice system at any chance she gets. She really wants to fight for the people. She ends up taking on this really wild case with, I'm forgetting his name, but he is the guy from Save the Last Dance. I know that's terrible, but I'm forgetting his name. And it is a wild ride. And then she has this husband who she separated from. And then you enter in Michael Ely, like he always does, enter into the show just to stir things up, just to make everything crazy. I know a lot of people get on Michael Ely for playing these crazy characters all the time, but he just does it so well. That's called acting, y'all, okay? <laughs> You truly feel like Michael Ely is this crazy character, but it starts out with many layers. And so you find yourself, you find that there are parts of him that's endearing and it's a mystery. You don't know who to trust, who's really going to end up being the bad guy because they keep showing you like glimpses of something that's going to happen later on in the season. And you're like, when is this going to happen and who's going to be the one to do it? There's some funny things about the show, like Jax is always going into her office in like these badass outfits, which I love, but we, we all question kind of like, are you going to really wear that to your firm as the only black woman? I don't know. I don't know. But her outfits are fly. A lot of people talk about the wigs sometimes <laughs> from scene to scene. Sometimes there's some inconsistencies, but I love the actress. It's so dope to find out that she um, was, I feel like she was a new mom when she started filming the show because her child is still very young. And then of course there's, is Michael Ely in there. Oh, Pauletta Washington is in there. And I love seeing Pauletta Washington shine. A lot of people don't know that before she was married to Denzel and still after being married to Denzel, she has a career in her own right. She's a excellent actor, producer. I believe she's producing that show on Broadway that Candy's also a producer for, I believe, or she's a director or something like that. Um, so she, she's awesome. And it's really cool to see her in this show. It is a 
thriller, gripper. You're, you're going to want to watch episode to episode. So if you're looking for something to pull up this holiday, binge out on on this this week, which hopefully is a quiet week for you, then definitely check out Reasonable Doubt on Hulu. All right, another one that I watched that was, I don't know if I would call this a thriller, but it was suspenseful and it definitely got you, it sucked you in and made you want to go from episode to episode. The first season I watched last year, me and Moya watched this together. It's on HBO, it's called Industry. And so essentially it follows these interns. They graduated from their colleges and they have this opportunity to kind of compete for this limited number of available full-time employment opportunities at this fictional company, Pierpoint, but it's a top investment bank in London is the premise. And so they are just showing how cutthroat this whole investment banking industry is, the things they have to do when you're placed on the floor, how you stand out, how do you manage your manager to, if you don't have a great manager, how do you get better opportunities. Plus there's, of course, love entanglements. Um, The star of the show is the character Harper Stern. She's this Black upstate New York native who basically uproots her life to go and vie for this opportunity at Pierpoint. And she kind of, you know, she's hiding some parts of her background, which you'll get to learn about. She is also navigating the dynamics of having this intern class being friends with people, leaning on them for support, but also she is the most competitive cutthroat person out there, as you'll see. And Harper will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat. (laughs) So you're rooting for Harper, but then sometimes you just want to shake her like, oh my God. So it's really cool. And it's great to see um, a Black actress as a star, of course, and just this show. I never thought I'd be interested in a show about investment banking, but it's not like you're going to the bank, right? It's not like it's literally about investment banking. It is just a drama that shows you about that world. There was actually an incident that happens early on in season one that's based on a true story that I had never heard of, which is crazy how hard people go because they're trying to get these full-time positions. So definitely check it out if you've worked in investment banking and you have PTSD about that world and maybe not this one, but for everybody else, I think it is just pull up your popcorn. It's it's a really good watch. So definitely check out Industry on HBO this holiday season. All right. So I just recently started watching this. It is called Sex Lives of College Girls. It's on HBO Max. And when I first heard the title, I was like, what is this about? And then, you know, I kept hearing more and more about it. Like, it's a top show. A lot of people are liking it. Both, you know, people who I wouldn't expect to like a show called that and and more. So I said, okay, let me check this out. And I just did. I think I'm only two or three episodes in, you guys. But it is really entertaining. It's kind of like the Office meets Sex in the City. I know that's a weird mix and a way to describe it, but it has that deadpan, sarcastic humor about it. But then it also is cool to watch these young women navigate their life and their what they're going after in life. It's not all about sex, y'all. It's, it's actually really not, but they are just showing the different things that they go through in college. And it shows so the the premise is that there are four freshmen who start, they end up being roommates, and then we, we're slowly getting to know a bit about each of them as the show ramps up. 
one of them has a big secret that she's hiding from everyone in her life and especially her roommates because she just met them she didn't even want to be roommates with them and i like this show because it's a good it's a good like just curl up in your pajamas watch laugh giggle kind of show so if you're into that and 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 also it, <laughs> it does bring back a few memories of going to college and the characters you meet from basically the people who immediately start off with a bad impression <laughs> because they're trying to just show off to that feeling when you step onto a big campus and you thought you were the ish back at your high school and then you see all these people who are so smart and and they've been interning at all these dynamic places even before getting to college and you're like whoa 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 it it can be a brand new world um doggy dog world for sure so that brought back memories good and bad (laughs) but i still am enjoying it and like i said i'm just beginning this show so i definitely see myself watching more of this over the next few days into the holiday as i just enjoy downtime and by the way what i really love about when i watch tv is not only is it an escape from the never-ending to-do list of what you have to do who you owe a response to or an email or what you can be doing better in life and business it is also subconsciously and consciously inspiring me in different ways whether that's creatively based on something i actually see in the show that reminds me of podcasting or creating content or it's inspiring in seeing people get their work into the world and see that wow you can really create a show about anything and with the right team can really get it into good hands so that is really inspiring speaking of that this is the perfect segue i didn't even mean that but The next on the watch list is, of course, Abbott Elementary on ABC is Quinta Brunson's uh, show. And we all know Quinta started out as a content creator and worked for BuzzFeed for a little bit, had all these creative roles. And this is her project she recently won an Emmy for. And it's just so inspiring to see someone like Quinta and all that she's been doing and been able to do. And she just gradually worked her way up. She is putting people on as she goes. Like this most recent episode, I could have sworn, I really think it is, but I don't know her name, that there's this girl who became viral on TikTok and Instagram for making content. And she was in the episode as her friend. If y'all watch it, let me know if you know what I'm talking about. If you know who that is, let me know her name. Um, I meant to look it up. But yeah, I really love the way uh, Quinta does that. Even Tyler James Williams, you know him from Everybody Hates Chris. They've been friends for years. She reached out to him when she was doing this project. Hey, come read for this. Of course, he's like, oh, sure, I will. Like, not really. No, you never know in Hollywood where things will go. But it's just so great that when she has a project, she's tapping friends first. She's thinking about, she's creating characters with friends in mind so she can put them on. We all know the resurgence this has done for Cheryl Lee Ralph's career. Well, if you don't know, um, look up the show, look up some more into it, but what is there not to love? So the actual show, Abbott Elementary, it's about (laughs) a fictional elementary school called Abbott, which is based in Philadelphia. And it follows the office style. It follows that look at the camera, deadpan, follow these people style, sarcasm, wit. But it's about these teachers who are working in this school and the things that they go through because the school is underfunded, but they're so passionate about their kids and they're so 
passionate about teaching. And then, of course, you have relationship dynamics. Uh, Quinta starts the show out with this deadbeat boyfriend <laughs> that she's been with for years. He's also played by somebody famous. He's an actor, uh, Zach Fox. <laughs> And he does an incredible job. He is so funny. I'm sure you you might have seen some of the memes. And if you don't watch the show, not know what it's about. But even the memes are funny. So Abbott is good because you can jump into the show anytime you want because it follows that style of, of like Seinfeld and those kind of shows where every episode is a new plot and new thing going on for the most part. Yeah, they're underlying things like characters who have this kind of attraction to each other that aren't acting on it but you can really pick up the show anywhere so don't be intimidated by that and i love that about it because I, I recently just fast forwarded to the last episode y'all because i saw i was on some seeing some tweets about it and i just need to know what happened <laughs> and then i could go back and catch up because i am behind as with most things now you know there's no way i can watch all of these shows so I, they're always on my watch list they're always like when i have a moment I can watch maybe one or two episodes max. You know, I don't even know how many I can watch in a week, but definitely only a handful. And um, the only reason I was able to binge uh, Huntsville is because I was sick for a few days. So these are things that um, you can always just tap into when you have a moment. Oh, and something else I've started doing, y'all. I picked the Peloton back up. It's been in my home. <laughs> since um, the pandemic, but um, I have started easing back into it with low impact rides. I have this thing that I got from Etsy. It's like a little shelf that you put over the bars. I pop my iPad up on that. And so I get a little of my shows in while also doing a ride. I just kind of mute the instructor or turn down the volume on the instructor. I don't know if you guys like doing stuff like that, but I, I like making exercise fun that way. When was the last time you heard someone say, it's almost too easy, when talking about a piece of tech? Probably never, right? Because tech usually isn't easy. Tech is usually complicated, intimidating, too busy, too frustrating, all of that, right? When it should just be plain easy. Well, HubSpot's CRM platform is ridiculously easy to learn, use, and love. That's because it's a handcrafted, sophisticated system designed for the way teams actually work, not a bunch of cobbled together tools that don't speak to each other. With a suite of powerful tools that seamlessly connects your teams and customizable hubs that you can add or subtract as you grow, it's not almost too easy. It's easy to use, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. By the way, fun fact, where I record my closet office, I get so shiny recording here because this place gets hot, man. It is a box. <laughs> so I feel like from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode, I just turn into this shiny little person. So fun fact, check it out on YouTube to see for yourself. Okay, so next up on the watch list, Harry and Meghan on Netflix. I have mixed feelings about this one. Anyway, I'm happy that they left for their happiness and because what was going on with Megan was ridiculous like that amount of hate and it was just unwarranted however I don't think they've done the best thing for themselves by continuing to kind of talk about it because their words keep getting twisted however however I can't really speak to it unless I see it for myself and not just read little episode summaries or quick little tweets that summarize what it was about so I'm going to 
watch it for myself at some point this holiday. And I, of course, can't wait to hear for myself what they have to say about Tyler Perry <laughs> being the godmother of their daughter. That's so wild. I saw a tweet yesterday. Let me see if I can read this tweet to you guys. It's from Adore Kim on Twitter. And she says, how can your great grandmother be Queen Elizabeth II and your godfather is Tyler Perry? Sorry, the scream I just let out. (laughs) So these two are such interesting characters and I want to check it out for myself. But I got to admit, it's not on the top of my list. That's why we're just getting to it. It is something I will get around to watch. It might not even be over this holiday break, but I definitely want to watch it. So Harry and Meghan on Netflix. Check that out. If you have already, let me know. What do you think of it? Do you think they are doing themselves a disservice or is it really just media harassing them? All right. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing on Harry and Meghan. I saw a tweet where she, with a clip from the show where she is reading a text message from Beyonce and Harry's like, whoa, and all this other stuff. Now, I I am in the beehive. Y'all need to know that I am all the way in the beehive and I'm very protective of Beyonce. Listen, Beyonce does not send you a text for you to read it on camera, okay? That's not how friendships with Beyonce work. And that's not how friendships work in general. I kind of felt some type of way about that. Why are you reading Beyonce's text to Netflix? What? Beyonce moves in silence. Beyonce moves quietly. If she wanted that text to be on Netflix, she would have sent it to Netflix. So, Megan, I'm side-eyeing you for that. That's not cool. We do not do that. We do not put Beyonce's care on blast. She never, ever... She There's so many people that she sends love to quietly, and they know the deal. They know the deal. Reading text messages. Come on now. Anywho... <laughs> Let's move on to the best man, the final chapters that by the time this episode airs, it will be out. It's coming out December 22nd on Peacock. Shout out to Peacock. They have been creating some awesome, awesome content. My opinion is subject to change if they ever sponsor me. (laughs) But um, is it just me or do we keep subscribing then canceling these services? I mean, come on. It's just too much. It's too much to subscribe to. But anyway, I will be resubscribing to Peacock to watch The Best Man, The Final Chapters, okay? We, if you, come on, you got to know The Best Man. The Best Man, Morris Chestnut, Nia Long, our girl Nia, Sanaa Lathan, um, all of these guys have been together now for decades. Now they're coming back together because Harper is getting the opportunity to turn his book. Harper being, what's his name? Tay Diggs is getting the opportunity to turn his book on finished business into a movie. And I want to see how this is going to go because we all know in the original movie, this caused a lot, a lot of drama. People are going to get married. People are going to discover new passions, all sorts of stuff. And it's coming out as, um, as episodic. So there will be multiple episodes all released at once. It seemed, again, I know it's out now, you guys, by the time you're listening to this. So I'll already be watching it. I don't know if I will have finished all the episodes, but it is, as soon as that comes out, it's jumping to the top of this list because I just love them. And I love how great they look. I saw a post that was like, the best man cast has aged so well. And what, you know, we all know in Hollywood, looking good is part of your job. So shout out to them for doing all the facials, any little bit of tweaks, nips that they needed to do to maintain themselves because that is their job. That's their career. They got to look good and they are doing it well. They look amazing. And shout out to our girl, Nia, all the support in the world for her. 
best man, you guys. The best man. The final chapter is Peacock, December 22nd. Definitely on the watch list. So now I'm going to transition into some of my YouTube and a few of my book and movie faves before I get into intentions for 2023. Whew, all right. So I'm going to share, I want to share some of my favorite YouTubers that are kind of they may not be people you hear of all the time. If you're into YouTube, stick around. If you're not, still kind of check these people out because before I started really watching YouTube, like TV, I didn't really think much about it. But once I started watching YouTube, you know, because I launched my own YouTube channel and I became more into content and studying content, it's actually really entertaining. It's, it's, it's like another TV. So check these people out because if you like shows you might like some of these because these are mainly lifestyle creators. So one of my fave, fave, faves, I mean, I wouldn't have predicted this. I wouldn't have known this person was out there, but I came across her content. You know, YouTube serves you different kind of videos. Once they see you watch one kind of thing, they serve you another. And so I came across this content creator by the name of um, Hannah Olivia. She's on YouTube, Hannah Olivia, spelled the standard way. And she is an administrative assistant, or I think she might now be an administrative coordinator or a finance or payroll coordinator. And she lives in Atlanta and she creates videos around her career mixed with life so all vlogs for the most part she does do some budgeting videos so if you're someone who really wants to get started on your budgeting journey she also candidly shares her budgets each month but that's not why I watch her. She mainly does vlogs about her life. And I think this is a really good one if you're into side hustling as well because she's obviously She's very passionate about her career. She is in no way trying to quit her job to YouTube full time. However, she, by being her authentic self, has built this following on YouTube that allows her to have more money to do things like pay off some of the debts that she's really wanting to pay down to move and sustain a bigger apartment and overall just have a better quality of life. So it goes to show what can come with consistent side hustling. And also while you're still very, very focused on your career and growing in your career field and being a career woman. So it shows you, you don't have to choose one or the other. You don't have to be trying to be an entrepreneur and she just makes great content. She shows her day, her life. Um, I've gotten so many recipe ideas from watching her. So Hannah Olivia on YouTube. I'll link to her if you're into lifestyle content from Side Hustlers. Next up, we have Flourish with Dolores. Now, Dolores is a podcast mogul's alum. She started out creating content on her podcast, but really fell in love with YouTube. And I think she just flourishes, no pun intended, in that realm because she is also someone who is sharing side hustle life. So she's a content creator as a side hustle, but she is actually a full-time dean at a university. And... um She's, I believe you're still under 30, right, Dolores? You might listen to this. So it's just really impressive. She shares with you her journey to being a young dean. She shares with you her journey to everything from juggling her wedding with having to hire all these people. And I just am so impressed with how she's having to hire all these people at a young age. Some of them, I'm sure, are older than her. She's managing so many people, this big team. And then she's just sharing with you her life and style and how she's juggling love, marriage, work, career aspirations, and content creation. All things I can relate to. So I love Flourish with Dolores. Go ahead and check her out on YouTube. Binge watch her content because it's it's really, really entertaining. 
And then I have some of my fellow mommies that I love their content because they are moms, but they also love to shop, make things in their home nice. And, you know, they love aesthetic things. They love to decorate around the home. They're in line, my cup of tea. One is Happy Stylish Mommy. Her name is Shauna. She has two young sons. She recently moved to Chicago, but yeah, all of her videos are vlogs about um, things that she loves, day in her life, routines, and I've gotten so many great tips. And what I love about her and the other person I'm going to share, I am Sharika B, is they're sharing all affordable finds. I mean, they do have their their touches where they, they you know, will go in and buy a luxury bag or purse or wallet or something like that. But for the most part, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just shows that you can mix high and low and still be cute. And so I love that about them because that is in line with my style, like mix high and low and still be cute. And then finally... Monroe Steele, that has been someone I discovered over the pandemic because of her home interior design loungewear content, because that's completely where my mind was in 2020. And she does do a lot of luxury content. So sometimes it's like, like I wouldn't necessarily buy everything that she might share in her vlog, but I do enjoy just um, seeing how she creates content, how she weaves together her storytelling. I think she does an amazing job. Her blogs are really interesting to watch. She takes you along with her as she goes to different events. She is now in two different cities. She has a home in Miami and New York. And so it's really, really cool to see how she navigates being a influencer in both of those spaces and I still get some good like purchase picks from her as well like things to buy that I think are cute so that pretty much sums up the YouTubers you guys if you want to like me while you're exercising pull up YouTube on your phone I also when I'm getting my nails done love to like put my <laughs> phone and pop in my earpod and catch up on my YouTube girls that way so here is some YouTubers if you don't watch YouTube you don't know where to start or you need some new folks to watch then go ahead and try those and finally, we're going to wrap it up with some of my book and movie faves. Let's do these a little bit more quickly. So my favorite book of the year was by far The Perfect Find. Oh, and I'm talking about fictional books, you guys. Um, we could talk about business books next year. <laughs> we could talk about that in January. Tonight is all about fun, okay? So um, The Perfect Find by Tia Williams. Yeah, it's right here in my little clawfish. And I actually read this on audiobook, but I bought it to support and showcase in my office. So I love that book because it was such a great escape. <laughs> it's a romance novel. It is, it, it's kind of like being, oh, and they're making it into a Netflix movie, you guys. So <laughs> we might be able to watch this as early as January, 2023. So look out for that. But yeah, I really, I just enjoyed the fun lightheartedness of it. Again, it reminded me of Sex in the City, but featuring a black lead. Um, it's actually being played by Gabrielle Union in the movie adaptation by Netflix and then her love interest will be Keith Powers. I know him from um <laughs> the new edition story. Some of you might know him from his girlfriend, um Ryan Holiday, I think her name is. So yeah, that is going to be a really guilty pleasure type of movie. I can't wait. I also enjoyed um this is a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm a late bloomer when it comes to basketball. Like I became a basketball fan. <laughs> later in life i'm laughing because moyo was gonna listen to this and he's gonna call me a bandwagon fan because yes i did start watching more basketball in 2015 with the warriors come on it was an exciting run and it just got me into it and i really also was drawn to these underdog stories of 
Steph being so small in college and being overlooked. And now he's the best shooter in the NBA. You know, Andre Iguodala, like he's preserved himself and had such a storied career. And, you know, here he is older in his career being the MVP of that finals in 2015. So love them. Anywho, I also love other NBA players. So I recently read The Game by Grant Hill, and I found it to be so interesting as someone who I went to a basketball school for my MBA for grad school. So I went to Michigan and that also helped me to become more of a basketball person uh, because Michigan was in the finals that year that I went. So I became interested, more interested in like the Michigans, the Dukes, all that good stuff. So Grant Hill's autobiography is really, really interesting. I learned a lot about him and it was just, I wouldn't, you wouldn't think like a memoir by an NBA player is interesting, but I listened to it on audiobook and it was really well done. I also loved hearing his love story with him and Samia, hearing the struggles he went through. I know I, I, I'd heard in passing that he was injured, but I didn't truly know just how much his life was at risk, how much they botched his diagnoses, and it was a page turner. It was a page turner. So that was one of my favorite books this year. And I'm just going to throw this in. It wasn't this year, but We're Going to Need More Wine by Gabrielle Union and the follow-up. Really good page turners as well. You get to know a lot from her. And I like how vulnerable she is. Like she's sharing everything from her life growing up and different things she experienced as dark skin. Um, actress coming up in Hollywood to some of her personal traumas, her relationship with D. Wade. And in the second follow-up book, which I also read, I'm forgetting the name right now, talks about her struggles to become a mom and the um, inadequacies she felt about herself when she had to go through the surrogate route, all of that. And I think it's just a really powerful read for women regardless of what you think of, of Gabrielle Union, that is the, the stories she shares and the experiences she shares are relatable on a human level. And, a, and I, I think that might really be something that a lot of you might want to read going into the new year because it, it does really just inspire you to overcome obstacles. And then finally, some movies to check out. Uh, if you haven't seen Black Panther already, go ahead and do that. Me and Moyo just went the other day. We did a day date while Kingston was in school. And I had been avoiding it because I didn't want to be sad. <laughs> I, I, I still I still can't believe Chadwick Boseman is gone. And of course, they have to touch on that in the movie, you guys. So um, I don't think that's a spoiler alert. We all know he's gone. So, you know, brace yourself for that. I think because by that time I saw it, I'd already, I knew like, okay, he has passed. This is going to be a sad part of the film. And then once you know that I was able to, of course I was emotional, but I wasn't in tears because I had braced myself for that. So just brace yourself for that. And even if you have to cry, if you have to let it out, if you've recently lost a loved one, I know that's going to hit hard and you might want to skip this if you're still in that phase. However, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet, because you're like, I don't know if it will stand up to the next one, to the last one, Chadwick's gone. It is so good. Please definitely see it. I'm so impressed with the cast. The full ensemble is tight. I'm so impressed with Ryan Coogler and the whole team so shout out to them shout out to all the black women in the world in the movie and then finally let us leave off with my intentions for 2023 my intentions are to follow my focus phrase for the year which is go for it 
go for it. What do I mean by that? So oftentimes in life, we will have an idea and we kind of sit on it. And then finally we confess it to someone who we really trust, who we know will give us an honest opinion without being like a dream crusher. And when they say go for it, like that's the battery in our back. That's what we need to say. All right. Well, instead of waiting for that, Instead of waiting for someone else to tell you yes, tell yourself yes and go for it. So that's why that's my phrase because there's some ideas that I've been sitting on. There are um, some approaches to Side Hustle Pro that I've been sitting on and I'm ready to go for it. Now it's not gonna happen all at once, but that mental shift is there where I'm giving myself permission to go harder, to test more, to give it a go to say, why not? (laughs) Why not try this element? What's the worst that can happen? And I have had different focus words in prior years. I don't think I had one for 2020 or 2021. I have to go back and listen, but I do know that I feel completely connected to this phrase and this intention. So feel free to steal this. Feel free to use it for yourself because I want us all to go for it. All right. And with that, happy new year, you guys. Woo! (laughs) and I will talk to you in 2023. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro, plus sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.